You know? <laughs> now she put a bunch of seasoning in there to make it like spicy or something. So that might be the problem. Not really no spicy. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna audible and say um, this shit is not crisp. I mean, like for real, for real. Like, that's that's called throwing in some leftovers. Right. Oh, yeah. That's my recipe. I mean, I didn't. Mean, All right, I'm, I'm ready whenever you are. Yeah. What it is? What it ain't? What it should be? This is your man Clockwork. With me as always, the Doc Zulu. Zulu, Funkadelic Maestro Infinitus III, otherwise known as that dude down the street. You call him when it goes down. What up, Zulu? Once again, back is the incredible 40 Nickel Radio. Yo, what's up? Yo, I'm chilling and shit, dude. We, uh, we are at a standstill with our teams. This is a very emotional week. This is week 14. Like, whatever the numbers get up to 14, I'm, I'm just thinking, oh, there's only like 17 weeks. So, like, it's over. This is it. Whatever's happening is happening. And somehow, somehow, if somebody told me that the Raiders and the Bears would be 6-6 six and six at this time, I would have been like, nah, we're supposed to be playoff bound. Yep, that's bad for you and good for us. Like, it, it, it's, the weird, it's the weirdest thing. I did say the Raiders would make the playoffs, but... And I told you we weren't. And so one of us was right. I knew we were going to take a step back, but this is a weird step. Like I don't really, I don't know what's happening. Now there's a lot of explanations for, for here and there. There's a lot of, you know, Trubisky's growing, and and you know, I'm glad you believe that. He's growing. He's he still sucks. Let's just be. Dude, just no, be. no. Let's we go start out the show telling truth. This <laughs> episode, this episode is about telling the fucking truth on the Forty Nick re, uh, mixtape. Okay. The Raiders beat the Lions with Matthew Stafford. Ooh, nice. You beat the third string motherfucker barely. I mean, we also beat we also beat the the the, the second string motherfucker too. So I mean, oh, congratulations! It would have been nice if my one of the worst defenses in the history of the Raiders could have played someone other than Matthew Stafford. That would be great for us. Watch Odu becomes a Hall of Famer like ten years. Watch, see you talking all that shit. See what happens. What's okay. his name? Bl- Bl- Bluford or I don't I don't know. He got one of them names that tells you he's a backup. It's not even like the starters don't have names like that, right? Right? Is that racist of me to say that? And when yes, I say racist, is, but it's true. I mean, is it discriminatory and horrible to say that? Yeah, okay. it's some of that casual Midwest racism. It's yes. like yeah, like how you doing? And then say something that you ain't supposed to be like. But I'm being right. friendly. But no, it's just yeah. it's one of those things where I'm just like, for real. Now he has to turn out to be a Hall of Famer for this for that for this showing to actually set, <laughs> to actually be good. So we're we're gonna we're gonna hope that he takes over as starting quarterback from Matthew Stafford, and we have a whole new uh, uh, <laughs> a whole new new quarterback at the, at the Lions, just so that the Bears aren't embarrassed because we got the win. But god damn, yep, that shit was what like I literally woke up because you know I'm on the West Coast. Did some stuff around the house. I missed some phone calls. So I was like, did some shit go down in the NFL? Because that's usually what happens. Right? People know I'm on the West Coast. So anyone who's trying to DM, contact me in any way, they're overly excited. So I check and I'm like, how the fuck? They got the third string on the Lions. How the fuck they score on the Bears defense? I was like, 
They're first broken. Play. First play, dude. Oh. Well, huh. in, in real talk, they said it afterwards. Essentially, our corners are spoiled. We're so busy sitting on routes that when it comes to just straight up one on one stuff, we just sometimes That's we called forget. Coaching. That's called coaching. Ooh, which is interesting. That wouldn't happen in Lovey Smith era. I'll tell you that right oh, now. Ran that true. motherfucker out of town that's with a true. winning record. That's true. That's 100% true. Damn. Brothers out in Illinois right now whooping ass, talking about, no, I ain't lost shit. Right. It's the same Lovey. We, we get turnovers. And what we do, we pound the rock. We're fishing on offense. Well, we teach. You can learn how to get the, a turnover. A turnover is not an accident. That motherfucker's a G. I, I there are very few people that the Bears have had that are legitimate, like not only G's, but like just just like phenomenons. Like Lovey Smith is the Tampa two master. I don't think anybody else runs the Tampa two better. He is a legit defensive genius. Everything, everybody else we've had, except for Nagy, quote unquote, apparently because he was an offensive genius last year. If he uh-huh. can pull out this season and go to the playoffs, he is he will be a, he will be a genius to me. But. The fact that he focuses so much on offense is this. They're, they're saying that that is why it's so hard for the rest of the team to come together because they're saying, "Oh, he's too much focused on offense." That's why you have a defensive coordinator. Oh, I'm sorry. Did 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 y'all think your defensive coordinator was as good as the guy who just left for Denver? I mean, he he been a head coach, Chuck Strong. What's up, man? I mean, he's supposed to be somebody. Congratulations. Well, nice it ain't like, follow. <laughs> it, it ain't like a failure, so it's it's not. <laughs> But it, the Raiders? It, You've been talking about this shit since we started uh, uh, r- the the restart of Forty Nickel Radio, okay? On the Forty Nick Nick mixtape, the first thing we talked about was how the ran uh, the Raiders stole the soul of the Bears. How did the Raiders do that shit in London? Ran the ball. That's the most basic shit ever. Hmm. You're not wrong. We got no wide receivers. You know that, right? Yeah. We still don't have any fucking wide receivers. How the hell did we win that game? Yeah, but Run you the got ball. the best tight end in the league, so don't act like that ain't no shit. I'm not ready to call him the best, but let's be on some reality shit. We ran up and down your ass, and if we hadn't and, and <laughs> if we hadn't fumbled the ball, we blow you out. That's not supposed to happen. That's if your defense is that good, you neutralize the tight end like every other team has since they found out Dar- uh, Darren Waller is good, and they say, okay, now we're going to make Derek Carr throw deep. We're going to put everybody in the box and make him throw deep. Yeah, you have a better defense than most of these teams we're playing. What's the difference? Supposed to be the best in the league, but so much for that. So much for that. Before we move on, I want to point out we are still ranked fourth. Well, last I checked, we were still ranked fourth, the best overall defense in the league. But that's neither here or there. <laughs> that's adding in some of that third down bullshit. Well, why is that? But you know what? See, because sometimes you don't need to get the third down. If it, I mean, shit, second and one. It's like, oh, we'll just run it then. Fuck it. And that's why y'all have close games. And motherfuckers are like, we'll just run it on second down. We won't even get the third down. That's insulting because you're essentially saying, well, the numbers are making you good and you're not actually good. I'm asking you how the fuck did a second and a third string lion quarterback, no offense, Captain Kirk, no offense and no offense to Madden Sniper. How the fuck did a second and third string lion throw all over y'all? Some of that Patriot luck, dude. Some of that Patriot shit kind of sprinkled on. That's what it is. <laughs> you, well, I don't know, dog. You got the you you the one got the squad. Just saying, if you get just give me two of your players, and the Raiders are already in the playoffs. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah, be sleepless at night on some shit. Talking about can we beat the Titans? I feel like such a fucker talking about can we beat the Titans? I didn't want to get that. I just all I want this season is to get to five hundred. Right. That's it. Just happy shit. Just happy shit. Just be like, okay, we, we we're heading in the right direction. No quarter, no no fucking quarterback controversy. No fucking oh, they're leaving Oakland. I don't want to hear any of that bullshit. Right. Just give me the five hundred, and I can tell everybody to go fuck themselves. That's real shit. And give me two of your players, dude, and we we did that already. Right, and we can't. And I'm so upset about my Bears. We can't even talk about the Kansas City game, but we, we, we're gonna skip it because it's not even. It's not even. I expected a blowout. Well, everybody did. All I want. Dude, we don't beat winning teams. We are on a rebuild. What did I tell you? All I want is for the Raiders to be 500. That's not the Al, Al Davis standard. Motherfuckers get fired in Oakland if Al Davis is around and you're talking about, we rebuilding. We're not trying to win the Super Bowl. Right. Al Davis, throw your ass in the back of the car and you disappear like in the mob. <laughs> oh my like gosh, shit, I'm an Al shit. Davis Raider. Yeah, but right funny. now, I'm like, look, just get us to 500. Then we can evaluate everything in the offseason. But get us to 500. That's what I'm talking about. And we will be okay. Yep. 500, 500 is either death or, or redemption. Correct. We're not sure which one. Yep. But real quick. Last last week, you uh, you mentioned something about Madden redemption. It wasn't really your exact words, but you said something like, we shouldn't have to wait for PS5 to get a real Madden game. Indeed. What did you actually mean when you said that? Well, first, let me... Okay, so let me start with something very small. So I'll do with the micro, and then I'll go to the macro. So there's there's a there's a homeboy who, who got me into the whole Madden social media culture, right? Uh, Sim Football Critic is a, a game changer. He's that dude that keeps the community alive, the Madden community alive live as we have endured some bad back-to-back Maddens. Shut up. He's also been that guy who wants to focus on what we can do to build from here on out, right? So he's one of those game changers that makes a difference and you can feel that difference. Right, right. He just put out a video. So Sim was talking about should there be bad snaps in, in by design, by the way, should there be bad snaps? And I'm going to say hypothetically Madden 21, but really he was just talking uh, about Madden. Didn't they used to, didn't they used to be bad snaps? Like if I seem to recall, there See, were this, years, but this is like prehistory. Cause if there were, it would have been in the PS2 generation. I swear to God, I swear to God. I remember there being, like, I want to say you're correct that the ball, like, Shot over someone's head. Yeah, we go high. Punts. I remember there were bad hikes from punts. That's a, I do remember that. From, matter of fact, that might have been PS1, dude, on some yeah. reality. Like, that might have been PS1. Research shit. But just to go back to, to Sim's video, I think in terms of the micro, if I if, if they had des- – if developers introduced design bad snaps, I agree with Sim. I, I would want ratings to determine that. In his video, by the way, he's showing a bad snap that occurred in one of his CFM games that occurred in the snow. So he's a Steelers fan. Mm-hmm. He, he was showing a game in the snow. Mm-hmm. So another factor for me, the elements. Like the elements ought to have a, a, a significant impact on a game. 
And it ought to be progressive, right? Because rain doesn't just fall the same way with the same droplets. Snow, every snowflake ain't the same. But it ain't just shotgun. I want bad snaps literally when between with the quarterback center exchange. Yep. Yep. I don't always. Oh, and also noise, right? Because, you know, home field advantage, at least I have some disruption. I'm not, I don't think it should affect the outcome of a game, but I think if the user doesn't know what they're doing, it ought to affect gameplay. So I want to make a distinction there. Well, real quick. It, it, yes, sir. Here's the thing that the actual games aren't very long. Unless you're playing actual NFL games, the length of NFL games, these bot snaps and shit like that, that's going to really affect these little half an hour games that we're playing. Okay, now, let me pick it back because that's an excellent point. By the way, Clockwork sometimes makes excellent points. All the time. right? I'm right 99.9% of the time. Let's pretend that an average game of Madden is 50 minutes. We spend too much time waiting for menus. And we're not spending enough time interacting with menus. I don't mind a bad snap because pre-snap, I ought to be doing stuff. I believe it was Madden 16, but I could be wrong. So it, it, for those of you who know Sim, hit him up maybe. And, and, and you know, either, either he or Smitty, his homeboy, can answer this like immediately. It was either Madden 16 or Madden 15. Like we were getting real close to the PS4 generation. Or we were just into the PS4 generation where you could not control your three, five, and seven step drop. The game would automatically do that. Dude. I want more. Oh, yeah, I remember that well because, the yeah, of course, the, the turning ballers got real pissed off at that. They're like, I, I want to be able to drop back 10 yards on a slant or uh, uh, 10 steps on a slant. Right. Yeah, y'all are corny. Why? But <laughs> po- point is that there ought to be more going on when you walk up to. Uh, the line of scrimmage, when you break huddle, when you're in the huddle. There ought to be more going on. So, yes, I don't mind pressing X. And then as part of my drop back, I got to make sure that I catch the ball. I wouldn't necessarily have a problem with that. If there's an errant pass, give me a chance to catch it. If if I'm not paying attention, I go, you know, I screw up. We are like right now. Think about what's going on right now. You could almost put down your controller when you kick the ball off. Yep. Well, I mean, you really, I mean, a, a, a small secret that's not really a secret. And you, you could almost, like, unless you're passing, you could actually just let the computer run for you. There's a lot of things well, that'll it's just worse happen. Than that. It's worse than that. That's been in there in the game for a while. See. Um, not, if, if you really wanted to, you could. Just put the controller down on defense. Shit, I, I do that all the time on uh, when I'm playing in public rooms. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get a snack. I'm just saying, call your play and walk away. Yep. I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, we don't have enough to do. So for me, the, the fact that we do not yet have bad snaps in Madden 21 speaks to a larger problem that we don't have enough to do. I would love to have unpredictability in the game that I can manage, right? That I can respond to not what's a forced outcome. We've decided that the Steelers or the Patriots or whoever the super team is, they're going to force a fumble every game. And there's nothing you can do, even if you anticipate this and hold R1. That's not what I'm asking for. 
I don't think that's what Sim is asking for. I don't think <laughs> that's what Clockwork is asking for. Yeah. What we're saying, though, is that we ought to have a level of immersion in the game that allows us to respond to the bad things that occur. Yeah. That's part of this thing called a skill gap. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, Clock. But that would be perfect, that a guy can lab holding R1 so that when he knows a big hit is coming against a physical team, he can at least protect the football. Right. Same thing with catching a pass. Mm-hmm. Or, excuse me, same thing with catching a bad snap. If I'm paying attention, ah, it's a little off, a little to the right. Center, center quarterback exchange just a little bit off. That would not bother me. But again, for Madden 21, I don't know if, you know, where we're going. I don't know where we're going. Part of me thinks that the developers have arcade instincts so that even when they have a game that purports to have a sim mode, they're always thinking in terms of putting a punter at quarterback and trying to figure out ways to make a wide receiver tackle like a safety. And I mean, for the future of Madden, I, I, I used to be able to predict the trajectory of the game. I cannot do that anymore. With that said, Madden 20 has so much promise. I feel like we could almost go any either way between Madden 20 and Madden 21. Uh, but but again, you know, Clock, you play a lot of public room games. So yes. you would have to tell me how you see the game trending because you go out in the in the world and play in the lobbies and there's a there's a there's a definite there's a culture that's distinctive in those in the, in the public room. The developers, the publishers, I think EA and and their crew, their ability to predict and to uh, predict the needs and the wants of the public room player, I believe that is the key to them either succeeding or failing at making a good game either next year or the following years. I say that specifically because I don't believe they care enough to teach you something. There's nothing mm. that they actually want you to do. They they gave us a mode where the TKO mode where it's basically NFL Street, which I used to love. That that was some shit. I love NFL Street. Um it is clear to me that either their masters want people to play this game as an arcade game or something just to have fun with. As an addition, maybe you'll play football. It has been more and more clear every single year. The public room can sometimes be some of the worst places you can possibly go because for a while it was just pitch, 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 pitch. And for a while it was just, oh, blitz, 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 blitz. I don't believe they have anybody like me that's just in the public rooms almost daily. Before uh, before a time recently, I probably put in a good five, 600 public room games just, just playing over and over and over again. I almost guarantee you of the majority of the staff that made this game has not put as much time into this game as I have. I know I'm grandstanding and I apologize. Because <laughs> that's not what I'm trying to do. I don't even care about this game uh, enough. Nickelback and, and to all of you in the Madden universe, this may be the only time you ever hear Clockwork apologize for anything. Just note <laughs> this moment. But it's just not, it's just, Madden is not worth my time to, to, to just to like, like the, the, <laughs> The game is the game is not good enough for me to truly just get on my soapbox, and so and that and that's 
that's why I'm apologizing to you good folks. Because it's like, yo, this, I mean, it's good enough for me to beat all y'all asses. But just, it's just not, <laughs> it's just not good. Like, there's, there are games that I can't wait to pour time in. Like Civilization Six, Man, you could pour dozens and hundreds of hours into the game and still not be good enough. Because there are systems that are proofed out over years. We could barely get a game that functions every year, every one yeah, year. Yeah, but function for us is something. I mean, one of the problems that we have, and and we've we've talked about this. Um, uh, I was I was joking around with Nykia, who's another uh, member of the of the Madden, uh, larger Madden community. I, he was like, "How many podcasts are you on, dog? You got this forty nickel radio?" He was like, "Yeah," because I'm also on the Red Zone, right? And 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 Shout on the Red, Red Zone. Zone, we Shout talk. Red Zone. Heavy duty about the the culture of Madden and, and and Madden as an intellectual product, right? We got too many versions of Madden and none of them work. Yeah. To me, that's the biggest problem that we have. Like the the one mechanic on defense that does what you tell it to do is spy. Everything else is funny. Right. The yellow zones, they don't drop back far shit. enough. Purple zones are completely broken. Completely. Blue zones, you're like, well, maybe you'll help out with the flats, but you're not really doing what you're supposed to do either. Right. Um, the 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 safety play is, is broken. Contain is broken. The the pass rush it, hap- it, it it triggers. It triggers. It's not a response to offensive line technique or fatigue. It just triggers. Blitzes don't work at all. That's why people are calling. Five two and full four against five five wide because the the dime and dollar blitzes and the nickel blitzes they're hit and miss unless you're a tournament player and you know how to break the game. Right, but, but that's so, where it starts though. It starts where it starts at breaking the game, and that's where it shouldn't start or end there. We shouldn't have to break the game. The game should just work. Yep. Period. Period. Now, I don't mean to cut you off, but mm. we gotta pay some bills. Mm. We, we, we we really do. Where's my money? <laughs> well, it, did you didn't get it? Oh, see, I Venmoed you like three weeks ago mm. and stuff, dude. It's under a weird. I will. We'll talk about it off my. I'm, I'm talking about it off All mic. Right. In the meantime, we gotta listen to this message. After these messages, we'll be right back. Boogie, giving you a call to the 40 Nickel fans and appreciate y'all accepting me into the uh, club. Wanted to talk a little bit about that uh, loss that I took. It was one-sided. Can't make no excuses. Vikings put it on me. Been practicing up on my game and I hope that we meet again. Probably in the playoffs. If, if I make it to the playoffs. Just want to you know, touch base with everybody. Um, not too enthused about the loss. You know, so I got to get into the lab a little bit more. Coming off of knee surgery, total knee replacement, I haven't been labbing as much as I should. But I make no excuses. He beat me fair and square. I'm not making no excuses, nor will I give any. So just wanted to put that out there for, to the 40 Victor podcast. Uh, but I look forward um, to the rematch if it's, if it's possible. If possible, you know, still got tough competition going. Um, technically, I should be six and two. Um, it was a field goal miss with time running out. That was a chip shot, but things happen. But um, I look forward to the challenges that everybody's bringing me in, and 
look forward to uh, being a part of this uh, group for a very long time. Peace. Okay, that's the end of my slave song. Come up and listen to it. That's right. 312-492-4571. Leave a message. You'll get on the show. Hopefully the next show, if you're special enough, if I love you enough. Hey, hey, and motherfuckers, don't be calling at 345, 430 <laughs> on the day we record the show. Right. Skip, dog. Just call your shit, man. Skip. You didn't have a big win. We will probably talk about what the ramifications are for that win later on today on the show. But don't be like, oh, yeah, I got something prepared. And then you wait six days to leave the message. Right. Come on, dude. Really? Come on, dude. Really, dude? Come on. Before we get into that, to Skip's mishaps, I want to have a quick word about call sheets, play call sheets. Because mm. at a certain point, I remember Skip saying, oh, I had a play call sheet, but it messed me up. And I would have done better without it. First of all, it doesn't make any sense. But let's let's mm. let's break let's break it down real quick. What you're saying is because you had a sheet with plays that you have the plays that you want to call on them, you were unable to call the right play, thus messing you up. Unless I made the play call sheet, it's not the play call sheet's fault. It's your fault. If the play call sheet doesn't work, it's because you fucked it up. It's because you need to make a play call you need to make a play call sheet that makes your life easier. Now, I say that talking all the shit, being all like, Skip, you suck. It took me forever to create a play call sheet that actually helped me as opposed to hinder me. Because when I'm thinking play call sheet, I'm like, oh, shit, I got to have a Matt Nagy play call sheet where I can put it up to my mouth so nobody sees my signal calls. I got to do all that. I got to laminate it. I got to put little flowers around it. And I, I got to circle, have a little stick man running around, half naked. No, I ain't got to do all that shit. The, the idea of a play call sheet is to help smooth out your process so that when you're in game, and you're stuck, like, oh, I don't remember what I need to do in this circumstance. The circumstance is right on your, just right there. It's sitting right there. That takes a certain amount of self-awareness that I am sure that some of your Nickelbacks do not have. You just don't. No, you don't. Skip should have that. You should have that kind of self-awareness. Skip, I know you got a whole lot to say after your big win against J-Dub. Call back. Because we gotta we gotta hear your response to clock, and I'll, I'm also just like personally, I'm also curious to hear what you have to say about play call sheets, because you are you know not only a multi-time Nickelback champion from multiple eras, but you I, I, I'm curious about how your what your method is for calling plays, and how that has helped you to succeed in the forty league. Because one of the discussions we're going to have during the pug chat is the way in which the folks on the call, the way in which they can elevate their game and why the play call sheet is supposed to do that. I'm going to talk shit real quick. Mm -hmm. I believe mm -mm. Skip is one of the motherfuckers that's mad that random plays was removed from gameplay. He's one of the motherfuckers like, is it, we go ahead, I'm going to go ahead and just push random play and then hot route everybody. That's how he used to call plays. Even though he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, I'm pretty Damn. sure that's how he called plays. I, respect, A. I respect you. But you're still a bum. I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just let you know. Mr. Mr. Hot Route. Anyway, anyway. I, I interrupted you, Dr. Zulu. 
No, you you did not. Um, but but if if I if actually let me piggyback off of that on Wednesday, which is uh, uh, as of this recording is tomorrow. On Wednesday, we're going to have a pug chat at the 40nickel.com, which is now at Discord. At the 40 Nickel Madden Gaming community, we're going to have a pug chat about play call sheets. It's too much for us just to have a discussion, a, a typed text discussion on Discord. And it's too much for us to have an abstract discussion on uh, the 40 Nickel mixtape. We need to have an interaction. We need to have folk in the chat with their phones on, with their computer mics up, rapping with me about how I put together my office play call sheets, bullet points. If you want to th- improve your third down completions, if you want to reduce the amount of sacks that you eat, and we'll talk. The greatest statistical indicator of what will keep you out of the playoffs are picks. If you want to reduce picks, you will show up for the chat, and we will have a little chit chat about play call sheets that's my word on only five easy payments of 99 and 99 come in we'll fix your madden game are you it a bum nine, like nine, skip nine. it gotta be 99 99 $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10. $10
if Clockwork beats Skip, it's not over because he's got some 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 makeup games to play, but he's comfortable. If Skip falls to five and four, I still think he'll make the playoffs, but he's not comfortable. Hmm. I, I'm just I'm looking at this and I'm saying, well, the elite is almost wrapped up, but you know, L Bucks, even with a loss tonight, he's gonna need help, but he's still knocking on the door, but he needs to win out. Stone Cold at currently at two and three. He has a game against Clockwork this week. That's if right. he loses the clock, he's out. Ooh, big game. No pressure. No. No pressure. Not, not at all. No pressure. And and by the way, because Clock has two makeup games, he is a very untenable position. Like stay he either stays in the, at the head of the division, slips into the wild card, or gets knocked out. He's got like three big games yeah. that once upon a time I would have thought, oh, he's in. Wow, impressive. And now Skip is hungry, hungry, hungry hippo on some shit. Skip, feel free not to listen to anything that I said good about you in the last couple episodes when you play me. I basically I gave you the strategy to beat me. So it's one of those things where if you do lose to me, oof, man, that's you look real foolish. I broke it all down to you. Quick review. Stop playing other games. Number one. Number two, strategize. Number three, quit clicking on everything. Learn your goddamn plays. Quit quit hot routing everything. And then you'll beat just about everybody. Except for clockwork. Okay. Um, I will say this. Uh, that recently we have seen coaches, and I, I do not believe it's a response to Fort Nickel Radio. But I think that it is a response to what has been going on in, in the 40 league, that your average Madden player at the 40 nickel Madden gaming community is patrolling the middle. Their manual, their, their manuals are good enough to get multiple picks a game. Yes, that, that's not really new, but yeah, right, go ahead. It's, it's, it, it is new because we had weight and height when this version of Madden first came out. That's why it's new. Motherfuckers were just getting thrown at and they couldn't pick the ball off because they weren't good enough. Yeah. Oh, I see. So you're saying because it's a return to form, it changes the whole... Changes everything. Yeah. Changes no, everything. You're right. You're right. You're oh, right. I know. Right? That's not new either. In the All-Star Conference, when you clock, when you talk about intensity, Heater just lost to C-10. That just changed the entire outlook of the all-stars that doesn't mean i don't think that he's making it to the end because remember i said it's gonna be c-town heater anyway right remember that that was my prediction last time we recorded last week right right however heater has to be very careful yeah because heater is now 500 here's some continuity guess who else is now 500 i don't know g poop yeah see that's what i'm saying i'm a type of dude that does what you're doing now. I'll go 500, learn and during, learn while I'm going, and then slide into the playoffs, ha- having on a, on a hot streak. Can you do that, Heater? Can you? Are you able to? Like Heater, you you you're the you're the you're the OG, you're the beast. Usually you just mop up, motherfucker. Like I'm just going, I'm just gonna beat him, beat him. So what the hell's going on, man? Dude, you can't be 500 going in. You can't be 500 talking about I'm a you know you, you're gonna do well this season, man. You. You you gonna have to step up, man. Okay, so here's Heater's games, and and let me kind of contextualize why they're essential for the entire conference. G Poo is tied with Heater. 
Roll Tide, Knowles, and Shades are knocking on the door, but Shades is so far on the outside. I mean, I, you let me Clock Stradamus, is, you, dude, you need a new clock. You, you let me down, Shades. You let me down. Well, it's really Roll Tide and Knowles who are contending for that final spot. And they're, they need help. They're hoping that Heater loses. But Heater has his final game against Knowles. And he has a rematch against the Madden Assassin. Yeah. The Madden Sniper. You're going to have to step up, friend. Really, the, really the, Ma- the Madden Gamer who's the newbie who just joined the 40 League and is a t- sitting comfortably atop the division one game separates them but one game could also knock one of them out of the playoffs all right you know what i'm i'm, I'm going off script here i'm going off script I'm, since i gave skip the the blueprint to go to the playoffs and win it all i'm gonna give heater the blueprint too because i know you heater i know how you're doing look here's the deal learn how to run the ball without using tosses and sweep oh that's number one Okay, because you can't. There is an art to running the ball, and like I, I know I've had your wide receiver and I've had your running back. I know your, I know, I know these things. You have a good quarterback. Two, take advantage of your, of your, of your tight ends. That, that, that's a whole other thing. But that, that's not even that's obvious. You should know that. But the main two is, you, you have receivers that can get open without you having to just send them deep for no reason. Madden has basically given you the right to roll the dice and say, hey, I'll catch half of these. I'll keep throwing them up. If you can not throw interceptions, who's going to stop you? If you can learn how to run the ball without tosses and actually learn how to throw, use these routes to throw to people who are open, not to, not not just the, the jump balls, who's going to stop you? I'll have a hard time stopping you. Your team is good. You have you have superstars on your offensive line. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? You should never be 500. So use this episode as soon as you hear it. All beef aside, put everything down and say, all right, I'm rededicating myself to the run. I'm going to learn these routes and get people open. And people, you will be you will be able to clean up the rest of the goddamn season and get to the playoffs. If we flip the script and say, what does what 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 does the all-star conference look like as we head into our final two weeks of the season? Think about what Knowles has to accomplish to make the playoffs. He's currently three and five. He needs to win out, and he needs some help. Mm-hmm. He plays Roll Tide this week. Obviously, that's cross-cancellation, right? Because if he beats Roll Tide, he knocks out somebody who's ahead of him. Right. Yep. In week 10, he plays Heater. Can the highest? Can one of the highest-scoring offenses in the league figure out a way not to throw picks? Heater shut him out 35-0 the first time they played. That's the Heat. That's him. That's the Heat. Go ahead. Meanwhile... Roll Tide has a makeup game against Stone Cold. He's got obviously the game against Knowles, mm-hmm. and then the, he's got a game against the Madden Sniper. Notice how all the games are being decided by one-on-one matchups. Shout out to Kane and whoever play, whoever else playing the schedule because this just get real deep to Obama. Speaking of Obama, Kane plays Jeepu. That's gonna be a good week. game. That's going to be really Kane good. plays Jeepu this week. Kane just got his first win, but he's been getting better every week. Congratulations, Kane. I'm glad it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't understand. Hey, I'm really look, glad it wasn't me. As a commissioner, as a competitor, I'm like, you know, fuck all y'all, right? But as a commissioner, it, I always feel good when someone who has not been playing well finally gets, you know, some raw meat. 
obviously roll tide would be like, yo, I don't want to be the one to get beat. But Kane had he was just he had the the unlucky fumble. He had the Ooh. errant pass where he pressed the wrong button. Yep. And you could tell. You could just be like, no, this dude's open. Why'd you go here? He had the come from behind. Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong against Roll Tide. Congress and he got his first queen Yep. Couldn't get the Affordable Care Act going on as much as you wanted to. Congress, Congress wouldn't work with you. Saying. Mm. I feel so like now that. the question is, can he overcome Jeepu's aggression? That's the question. So I'm going to give some un, uh, unasked advice. Kane, just run the ball. Run the ball. That will get you in the game, and it might win you the game. Don't throw interceptions. Don't 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 throw interceptions. So Kane, he, I know y'all homies and shit. Y'all do not between the two of y'all, y'all should not throw near one interception the rest of the season. Don't. I'm gonna keep an eye out. No interceptions, and there might be some upsets. This is gonna be great, man. This is gonna be great. I must be spending a lot of time in front of Twitch. My uh, my whole family's gonna be like, dude, what are you you, are you watching Hearthstone? What are you watching? Are you watching Fortnite? Nah. I'm watching Madden on Twitch, 40nickel.com, currently on Discord. 492-4571. We will be right back to wrap up the show and talk a little bit more shit. Uh, this is J-Dub, just checking in after uh, two games, tough opponents. First game, just to mention it, it was a good game with Will Era. Felt like I should have had him week one, but I couldn't get off the field when I needed to. Took that to heart. And worked on it and knew that's what I needed to do to control the game the second time around. And the second time around worked out in my favor. Going into the game against Skip, kind of already expected it to be a tough game over the last month or so. He uh, has been running nonstop. And a lot of that has to do with some of the comments that have been made on the mixtape and by some other members in the pug chat and whatnot. So I kind of knew what I was getting ready to go into didn't have an answer for his run game. And, and those are really backbreakers when you hold a run game to two and three yard carries and get your team in third and long. And then they take one to the house for 70 or 90 or 60. Made me take a day of vacation today. So I took the day off, went back and watched the tape, trying to find some answers to Skip's run game. Got, I think, three or four games left in the season. And I have a feeling that at some point I'll see both Will Air and Skip in the playoffs. Just want to congratulate Skip on a good win. Congratulate Will Air on his season so far. We'll see how it plays out. We're going to have to wrap up the show. But first, we're going to talk about someone who I depended on to prove that Will Air wasn't it. I depended on J-Dub, you are supposed to be the next. Hmm. I hear that you had a showdown with Will Aura. How did that go? Uh, emotionally, if I'm Jidub, I'm feeling real low right now. Because I just got the, the dog shit kicked out of me by Skip. Ooh, um, see. 10 to 13. And it wasn't even that close. I mean, Skip ran up his ass. <laughs> Damn. 24 hours before that, though. He won a game that he should have dominated, beating Will's Vikings 23-20. See, this, you, you bipolar, man. What's going on? It, okay, but, okay, 
<laughs> Clearly, you 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 you're taking the the glass glass half empty on some shit. Yeah. This is the struggle of overcoming. Um, well, number one, the the the, one, the first mistake is that since they're lab partners, J-Dub is the one who has to overcome Skip, not the other way around, because Skip is the one with the nickel rings, right? Oh, this is some incest shit. Okay. Yes, yeah, so incest shit was some okay. shit. So the victory over Will isn't necessarily an indicator of J-Dub's future, but it ought to leave him hungry. Like, the reason why I'm glass half... Um, uh, full on this. The reason why I'm a bit more optimistic is because I go back to like Bengals only and 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 Taz. That wow. in order for Bengals only to get to the Nickel Bowl, he had to beat his mentor Taz. It took him like three or three seasons, four seasons, to do it. And the moment he did it, he played me, and I beat him in the Nickel Bowl. And then we had the monster that was Prime show up. Prime first battle Hall Prime, of Famer. Bengals only was supposed to be the guy was his ascendant moment, right? I had my moment, won the nickel ball, and then I did not go back. But Bengals only was supposed to go back. Prime showed up. Dude, that dude got like eight fucking nickel balls, some crazy shit. Like it's it's like ridiculous. He's got a lot so, of nickel balls. So I I view Skip as the main obstacle for J Dub to become his own man, and I don't mean like wow. he just bites off of Skip's plays. I mean the inverse of that. That. He's got to overcome himself. Also, Musashi shit. Also, Musashi shit, yes. That he's got to have a theory of playing Madden and then a theory of overcoming yourself in order to beat Skip. Because, well. real talk, and Skip knows this is true. He and I used to lab all the time, and then I realized, you know what? I have to overcome Skip to become his rival. I can't lab with this motherfucker no more. No longer the team of rivals. No longer Abe Lincoln and his trusty group of advisors. You must ascend. Yes. because I mean, now, there's a problem, though, right? Because if you're Jada, you need someone who can push your defense to the limit and push your offense to the limit. But the problem is because... <laughs> but because there, there, there's, a, there's a, a... I think the gap between them is slimmer than perhaps Jada feels right now. But because the gap between them is so slim... J-Dub will be looking for a competitor to either equal or of equal power or greater power. But that's real hard. How do you find someone like that, right? Because, I mean, everyone else would be J-Dub's rival. He He needs to find a rival who is not in the elite, who he can lab with, try out, and not worry about wins and losses. Just... I'm a lab this. I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a lab stopping this particular type of run. Because mm-hmm. if look, real talk, remember I said it would be Will and Jada in, in the Nickel Bowl. Mm-hmm. If that's going to happen, Jada's going to have to lab with somebody. Jada's going to have to figure out how to overcome Skip to get there. Dub, come on, man. This is your chance. This is, of course. Uh, his great, great words that uh, Dr. Zulu said, He this exists in a clockless vacuum. So, sure, but clock. So whenever you think, I got to do this to get the nickel ball, I got to do that to get the nickel ball, then you should write it down on a post-it note, put it on your mirror when you brush your teeth at night. It says, but clock. 
you could put book, book clockwork because then you might think your, your alarm's not working. But yeah, yeah you, you're going to have a problem one way or the other. Well, we should talk about practice in the next episode, I think. What do you think? I think your practice methods and such, that's actually not a bad, bad topic. Hey, after, the pug, after the pug chat, um, that might be the, most, the, the, the logical extension of our discussion. And real talk, J-Dub, and I would say this to everybody. There's a person you have to overcome to get better. And it may not even be a physical person, but perhaps a style of play. Skip had to overcome Prime to become Skip. That's why Skip has these rings hanging from his finger. He overcame Prime. He overcame him, in fact, in two leagues. And that's how Skip became one of the top three dudes in the 40 nickel Madden football league the, the rite of passage you you can't avoid it if you're going to be a champion that's 100 percent real so, so yeah next show we may need to, to chit chat about practice mode and that's right what you're supposed to do when you 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 get to the playoffs mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a whole different animal right if you're asking survive the torrent but understand like i said again zulu speaks in his clockless environment as a clockless vacuum because I will be there. You are in the mm. lead also. So that means that you will not be in the final dance. But that's a topic for another day. This mm. has been the 40 Nickel Mixtape or the remix, as uh, as Zulu would say. I don't know. He's, he's an old dude. That's what like, remix is like. The first. So what do them new kids call it when the new fango thing and they mix the record? It's a remix, right? That's why, that's why he keeps saying remix. I don't understand. But that's Zulu for you. He got a 17 degrees, but he's also 75 years old. Streaming worldwide, all across the Madden universe. This is 40 Nickel Radio, the 40 Nick Mixtape, episode 5. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. You know, we never expected anything like this. It's been too good. <laughs>